So Bezrat Shem, we're in page Memtes 49. 49, um, a few in the Hebrew, like about 11, 12 lines into the page. I think in the article we did the first column. So we're standing at the top of the second column in 49a to the power of 1. Pligiba Abba Yossi ben Dostai Berabanan. This is a Machloikes Tanaim. Halamar Atob Veamaitiv. So isn't this nice? Starting the page, you have an Asiman Meitiv, Memtes. And actually, the Gemara in this page is going to clarify few aspects about the bracha vatov and meitiv. So according to the first opinion, tzricha malchus. You start baruch atah Hashem elokeinu melech. Olam. Mechadamar in a tzricha malchus. And the other one says, no, like at the end of any other bracha, that we don't end up with malchus. You say baruch atah Hashem, rofecholim, or baruch atah Hashem, whatever bracha, without saying malchus again. Man, the amar tzricha malchus, the one that says you have to say melech olam, kesavar, the Rabbanan, ah, he holds that this is rabbinically. We had a, an argument in the previous page, if a tovamitiv is the Rabbanan, the Raisa. So if it's the Rabbanan, you need Marcus because you need to separate it from the previous three. Mande Amar, Einatzicha Marcus, Kesava de Raisa. But if you hold it from the Torah, it's a continuation to the previous three. It's Brachas, Smuchale Haberta. Next to the previous one, you don't say Melech Olam. Now the Gemara is going to go into the Bracha of Yerushalayim. Ten Rabbanan, Mau Choisem. So at the end of the Bracha of Yerushalayim, how, you, how do you end it up? So according to Tanakama, Bebinian Yerushalayim. And if you look in the, in the footnotes in the Ascol, the truth is, without the Ascol, I would have not realized, because it's not so simple that this Bracha is presenting two opinions. But they say based on the reef that have a girsa bone Yerushalayim, so it's clear that this is one opinion. So you end as we do, Hashem bone, we add the word Berachamav Yerushalayim. According to Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehudomer, Moshiach Israel. So the blessing is a blessing that also focuses in the redemption of the Jewish people. So according to Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehude, that is the point at the end of the Barach of Yerushalayim, Baruch Hashem, Moshiach, Israel. The Gemara questions on this second opinion. Moshiach, Israel, in Binyan Yerushalayim, according to Rabbi Yosef and Rabbi Yehuda, you don't mention anything about the Binyan Yerushalayim? Says the Gemara, no, no, that's not what he meant. Ela, he said both things. Ela, Ema, Af, Moshiach, Israel. According to Rabbi Yosef and Rabbi Yehuda, you say, Baruch Hashem, Moshiach, Israel, Ubonai, Yerushalayim. Rabba Barab Hune a story. Ikla Lebei Resh Galusa. Rabba Baruna once went to the house of the Rosh of the Galus. We spoke about him many times. Posach Bechada Pesim Betarti. So he opened the Brach of Yerushalayim only a reference with one of the topics, either Rachem al Israel or Bonei Yerushalayim. But when he came to the Hasima, he did like Rabbi Yosef Barab Yuda. He mentioned both things. Bonei Yerushalayim or Moshiach Israel. Omar Rabchiza wasn't impressed with him. And he told him, Gvurzale, Lemichtan Betarti, what you think is a groizazach, is an act of greatness to mention both things at the Hasima. Batania, 
There's a price that says, Radio Imer, Rabiu de Nasi, gives us a general rule. In Hosmin Bishtaim, you never end up a bracha with two unrelated topics. The Gemara is going to uh, ask on this Gufe, Rabbi Omer, Ein Hosmin Bishtaim, Eisve Levi, Levi, he was a colleague of, of Rabbi Uda Nasi. He started asking many questions of many other blessings that we do have when we mention two things. So he said, Allah Havetz Ve'ala Mazoin. Oh, no less in the second brach of benching. We say, Allah Havetz Ve'ala Mazon. We thank Hashem for the land of Israel and for the sustenance. So what do you mean you, you don't say two things in one bracha, two birds in one stone? Says Rabbi, no. Over there, because it's, we bless Hashem for the Aretz, the Mafka Mazon. That the land of Israel is such a good land that it produces no, uh, sustenance, uh, Mazon. Food. Let me ask another kasha. Allah is in the main shalosh when we say after eating fruits, we say for the land and for the peros, for the fruits. So it's the same answer, says Rabbi. No, Aretz is a good land, the Mafka peros that produces good fruits. Okay, so says Rabbi, let's move on to Yontef. Israel the, the Kedusha Sayom in the middle of Brach of the Shmones of Yontev, we bless Hashem, you are the one that sanctifies Israel, and you sanctify the seasons, the times. So it's two different things. Says Rabbi Yudanasi Levi, haven't you helped the whole point over here? We say Baruch Hashem, Mekadesh Israel, and then Israel, the Kachineulis Manim. The Kedusha of time is completely depending, dependent on the Kedusha of Am Yisrael. So that's why the first mitzvah Hashem gave us was Chodesh Hazelachim Rosh Chodeshim. So once the power of sanctifying the months is in the hands of the Jewish people, from them, for, from there is derived the Kedusha of the Yamin Tovim. So it's really an extension. Just like previously, a land that produces fruits, a land that produces sustenance. This is a Jewish people that produces Kedusha in time. That's why the Greeks were against us and they didn't, didn't want us to sanctify the, the months because according to the Greeks, they couldn't understand, they couldn't agree, they were jealous of this concept. But then, what you say, this, this question is not so understood. I mean, it's the same principle. Levi asks Revi, what do you do with the bracha of Mekadesh Israel for Hashem? So says again, Revi Danas Israel, the Kachinul is Roshay Hashem. Kadosh Baruchu was Mekadesh the Jewish people, and through that we are Mekadesh the Rosh Hashem. But this, the next one is going to be a Shachmat, a strong one. What about when Yonto falls on a Shabbos? We say, Mekadesh a Shabbos. The Israel, the Asmanim. And the cash over here, and if you ever noticed, why do we go in this order? Why first we mention Shabbos? Only after we mention Israel, and then we make Asmanim? And the answer is because Shabbos, Kedusha Shabbos is not dependent in Basin. That's from the beginning of creation, Hashem was Mekadosh the Shabbos. So Shabbos has a Kedusha on its own. And then, okay, we have Israel, the Mekadesh, the Smanim. So this is a good kasha. You cannot say that they are related. So says Rebbe, okay, Chutz Mizu. 
there's, there's a concept called there's the rule, there's exception to the rule that proves the rule. Uh, to be honest with you, I don't understand that logic, but that's why people say. This is the exception that confirms the rule. So that's what Ravi said. You're right, this particular one is different, but besides this one, none other one you would do such a thing. Two birds with one stone. So the Gemara asks Umarishna, so Manishtana, why regarding Shabbos that falls, Yontav falls on Shabbos, you can mention two things, but in general you don't. Says the Gemara, Says Rebbe, because deep down, even over here, is one, one aspect. Look in Rashi, Chuzmizu, Marshna, Achachadai, says Rashi, En kanela birkas mekadesh shemebarech la kadosh boruchu. It's a beautiful idea. When we end up in Yontov that falls on Shabbos, we bless Hashem, shemekadesh Shabbos v'asmanim an Israel. So this brach is going on Hashem. So we are thanking or blessing Hashem for the Kedusha he gave to Shabbos, to the Jewish people, and to the Yom Yom Tavim. But also, Tarti. But when it comes to the concept of Bonei Yerushalayim and Moshiach Israel, that Hashem rebuilds Yerushalayim and redeems the Jewish people, even though they are related, we're going to see in just a few lines ahead of us that they are definitely related, but nevertheless, in a way, they are unrelated, they are not 100% related topics. One is Hashem is going to rebuild the city of Yerushalayim. The other one, he's going to redeem the Jewish people. So because they are not 100% related, you shouldn't do two births with one stone. The Tamamai, and the Gemara is going to clarify why is the reason I'm not doing that. Why don't we say a chasim of two concepts? There's a principle, you don't, you don't make mitzvahs bundles. Why not? It gives the impression that it's not so important, you, you kind of want to, well, you just want to get over it. The example Rashi brings is the Gemara Psachim. When you make Kiddush, you use a different cup of wine for Kiddush, and then a different cup of wine for benching. You don't use the same cup of wine. Again, we don't make a bundle of mitzvahs to show that, uh, you know, we're just going to get over the mitzvah, so let's do it the easiest and the cheapest way. So the same thing over here. You wouldn't put two unrelated topics on the same brach. Okay, the Gemara goes back. It goes back to the question. My Abiyala. We started this section of the Gemara asking, how do you end the, the, the bracha, the third bracha of Yerushalayim? So, Allah Remaisi, how do you end it? Omar of Sheshes, Rav Sheshes says, Pasach Berachem al Amcha Yisrael, Chosem Bemoshia Yisrael. If you started this third bracha with Rachem al Yisrael Amecha, so then Rashi brings a principle, always end the bracha with the same topic that you started the bracha. So it says Rav Sheshes, both are okay. But if you start with one, end up with that one. If you started with uh, mercy upon the Jewish people, you have to end up with that topic. Baruch Hashem, Moshiach Israel. 
if you pass over Rachem, Al, Al Yerushalayim, and if you started with Hashem rebuilding Yerushalayim, so Choysen Beboni Yerushalayim. That's, you keep it in the same. Both are good, keep it the same. But Rav Nachman Amar, no, Rav Nachman says something interesting. Even though previously we, according to Rabbi, we said there are these unrelated topics, and therefore you cannot mention both at the Hasima, says Rav Nachman, they are, yes, in a way, related. He's going to quote a Pasuk. As we do, have mercy on the Jewish people. Nevertheless, you can finish with the bracha on rebuild Yerushalayim because there's a pasuk that says, "Mishum shenemar boni Yerushalayim Hashem nitcha Yisrael yekanes." If it sounds familiar to you, this is in the Psalm 147 that we say every morning in Pesukah de Zimbra. This is the second one after the Ashri. So it says, "Boni Yerushalayim Hashem, Hashem." rebuilds Jerusalem, and then Nidche Israel Yekanes, the dispersed of the Jewish nation, will bring back into the land of Israel. So says Ram Nachman, Amos when Jerusalem Hashem, when does Hashem rebuild Jerusalem? Bisman she Nidche Israel Yekanes, at the time that he will gather back the dispersed, the ones that were left, sent away of the Jewish people. So Rav Nachman is saying they're not completely unrelated. So therefore, even though you open the bracha with Rachem al Israel Amecha, you can definitely end up with Baruch Hashem Boneh Merachamav Yerushalayim. Okay. We're going to end up this, all these halachas with the story. Amaleh Rabbi Zeira. Anybody remembers the nickname of Rabbi Zeira? Huh? No, that was Rabbi. In English, tell me in English. Exactly, very good. Anthony. So, okay. So, Rabbi Zeira said to Rabbi Chisa, Neisimar, sir, come with Nisni. And let's learn some Gemara together. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> it was about also to happen what happened yesterday. Okay. So he told Rabbi Zera to Rabbi Chiza, Rabbi Chiza, come, let's le learn some Gemara together. Amarle, Birkas, Mezona, Lo, Gamirna. I don't even know how to bench. And you want me to learn Gemara with you? So I'm aware of this. What are you talking about? My eye. I mean, you don't know how to bench. I went to the, again to the house of the Resh Galus. And I'm, I'm, I'm the one that asked me to bench. And when I was benching, Rav Shesh was present over there. He strengthened up his neck uh, to me like a snake. Meaning to say he wanted to beat me like a snake to kill me. Says Ravzera Vyamai. Why? Like what do you do wrong? Says the lo amri lo bris belotaira velo malchus. I skipped the mentioning of Brismila. I skipped 
the mentioning of Torah's Hashem Laetano, and I didn't say in the third bracha, Malchus Beis David. So said Rabbi Zera, they are my lovers. Why, why did you skip all those three things? We saw previously that it's wrong. So Rav, Rav Sheshes was right that he was angry against you. So he says, Rabbi Chiza, Kedrav Hananel, I'm a Rav, because I followed a teaching of Rav Hananel in the name of Rav. The name of Rav Hananel, I'm a Rav, Loyamar Briz, Vetorah, Malchus Yatza. You don't have to say them. Why? Briz, Lefishena, Venoshim. Briz, Mila. Ladies also have to bench. And how can they thank for the bris milah? This is all related to both of them. Learning Torah, Avadim cannot, and ladies cannot learn Torah. And also, Malchus, Bezdovid, they are not shy, they have no shaykhus to Malchus. So says Rabbi Zeira, that Shavkes Kolani Tanayi Moroi, we learned. On top of this page and at the bottom of the previous page, all these opinions of Tanaim and Amoraim, that if you skip any of these three things, you are not Yoitze. So had you didn't follow them, look in the footnote, they really mean to say, in the name of Rav. So for sure that teaching was wrong. So yeah, you did the wrong thing. Okay, now we go back to the bracha of Atova Meitiv, and again, our siman is Memtev Meitiv, 49. Omar Rabba, Barachan, Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Atova Meitiv, in the fourth bracha of benching, Tzricha Malchus. You have to say Melech, referring to Kadosh Baruch Hu. Says the Gemara, Maika Mashmalan, what is the Chidush in this teaching, that Kol Bracha Shema Malchus Loshma Bracha, that any bracha without saying Melech Olam, it doesn't count. Rabbi Yochanan already said that, and let me tell you a good siman for that, that we saw in page Mem for Malchus, Malchus Mem. So we already learned that, remember? And remember, Thais was giving an answer in the Shmonese, where do we mention Melech Olam in the Amida? Huh? There's no Melech Olam in the first bracha, so how can be Yerts according to Rabbi Yechanan? He said, Olokei Avraham is like Melech Olam, because he introduced the concept of Hashem being the king of the world. So going back to the Gemara, the Gemara asks, what is the Chidu? She already told us that everybody has to have Melech Olam. Amar Rabbi Zayda, no. You have to say twice the word Melech in Atom HaMetich, a Melech HaToiv. So you have to say twice the word Melech. One, you start with Hashem, Lokenu Melech Olam, the whole Tova Metiv is only the Rabbanan. And one, we have to compensate that in the Brach of Yerushalayim, we didn't say Melech, and then we have to say it again in this one. Soon I'm just going to clarify why didn't we and what we should in this one. Says Gemara, Yahi, if you want to tell me that you have to compensate that you didn't say Melech in Jerusalem, you should say three Melechs in this fourth one. One, Hadadida, one for this one, for the Tov of Meitir. Then Hadadib in Jerusalem, as you said, you have to compensate you didn't say Melech in Jerusalem. And one for, you also didn't say Melech in the second Bracha. 
Ella, rather, Birkasaret, Maitam Eloi. Why didn't we say Melech in the second bracha? Mishundaviela, brachas mochelechaberta. We have this principle that any bracha that follows the previous one, you don't say Melech again because <coughs> it's a extension of the previous one. <coughs> so then, Boni Yerushalayim also. Nami Loti Voi. So I don't understand. We have to compensate previous brachas. We have a rule. So we just stick to the rule. Oh, you're right. If just basing on this principle, the brachas mukhalechaberta, you don't say malchus, you're right. We wouldn't have to compensate. Ella, I did the Amar Malchut Veis David, but you know what? In Bani Yerushalayim, we mention the kingship of, of David and Melech. So it says It's not the Heretz, not to mention Hashem also being the king. In general, you're right. We have a principle in Brachas Mucha, we don't say Melech Olam. But if in the third bracha we mention Malchus Beis David, that King David that restored the kingship of David and Melech, so now that you're mentioning a king, it's not the Recheret, not to mention the kingship of Hashem. So that's why, says Rabbi Yochanan, you have to go back in the fourth bracha, Tov Ometim, and mention again one more time Melech. Now, so why don't we mention Melech of Hashem in the third bracha? Okay, so it's not the Recheret. You know, speaking with David and Melech. Okay, so also speak about Hashem being Melech. So the answer is no, because how can you compare? It's two types of kings. You cannot compare a human being being king to Hashem being king. It's in different category altogether. So we don't mix the kings in the third bracha, but we've already mentioned the king of David and Melech. In the fourth bracha, we mention back to the king of Hashem. Rapapa says, you know what? This is really what Rabbi Yohanan meant. You, you're right. Since we are going to add another king in our Tov because it's not the Recheretz, and therefore we should also mention the kingship of Hashem that we didn't mention in the kingship of Pane Yerushalayim of David Amelech, then you're also kind of adding that you didn't say kingship because was Mughalechaberta. So let's already also catch up, add one more king that we didn't say in the second bracha. So therefore, say two kings for the previous two brachas, and then one more king to open Baruch Hashem Lokenum because is only the Rabbanan. So you end up saying three times Melech Melech. Is that what we do? And the answer is yes. Look in the footnotes. In Atova Metiv, we mention three times Hashem being king. Do you find it in the footnotes? Can you read it for us? I don't have it with me, and I don't want to start guessing again. King of the universe, right. our Father, our King, our Sovereign, our Creator, our Redeemer, our Maker, our Holy One. 
Anyone of Yaakov, a shepherd, a shepherd of Israel, the king who is good, and it confers good upon all, etc. Okay, so you heard over there, three times a working. Okay. Very nice, very nice. Now we're going to move into a new topic. And this is the topic, what happens if you forget to say Retze on Shabbos, but you forget to say Yale Yava on Yantif, or on Rosh Hodesh. Yasiv Rabbi Zeira, Achoreda Rav Gidel. Rabbi Zeira was sitting behind Rav Gidel. But Yasiv Rav Gidel came to Rabuna. And Rav Gidel was sitting in front of Rabuna. Then Rav Gidel sat down and he said, To'o, if a person made a mistake, and in benching you forgot to mention Retzebe Halitzeinu, Omer Baruch, so you ended the Bracha Burgat Hashem, B'nei Baracham Yerushalayim, Amen, and then you realize, oh, I gave out, I didn't say Retze. So there on the spot you say Baruch, Baruch, and you have to add Baruch Hashem, Lokenu Malecha Olam, Shenasan Shabbosos Lamenucha, that gave Shabbos for rest, Lamo Israel, to his nation of Israel, Le'ahava, with love. as a sign and as a covenant, Baruch Hashem, Mekadesh Shabbos. Blessed are you, Hashem, that you sanctify Shabbos. You know that, this is Allah Lemaise. If you forgot, but we're going to see soon, only if you didn't start a Tova Meitif. But if you say Baruch Baruch Tashem Bonei Barachami Yushalayim Amen and say Oi forgot to say say this bracha. So in many benches, many sidurim, they print this bracha. Obviously, we don't remember by heart, so you can just say it and then continue with Baruch Tashem Bonei Okay. Omale, Rabuna was very impressed with Rav Gidel, so he asked him, Manamra, who told you this? So he answered, Rav. Rav told me this alaha. Again, he sat down and he said the following alaha. You forgot and you didn't say Yaleve Yavo in Yontev. Omer, you said the following one. That you gave uh, Yamin Tovin to the Jewish people. For joy and as a remembrance. Baruch Atah Hashem, Mekadesh Yisrael, Vesmanim, Baruch Atah Hashem, that you sanctify Israel and the times, the special times. Again, says Rabuna Amale Man Amra, so he told Rabbi, Rabbi Gidel, who told you this? He said, Rabbi. And a third time, other Yasef Kamar, regarding Rosh Chodesh, Tavelo is Kishel Rosh Chodesh, Jalevi Yavo, Rosh Chodesh Azele Toiba. Omer Baruch Shenasan Roshei Chodashim Namo Yisrael Zikaron. He said, "Bless are you, Hashem, that you gave Rosh Chodashim to the Jewish people, to your nation of Israel, as a remembrance." Now this is the end of the story. Now says Rabbi Zeira, "Velo Yadana." And now I don't even remember. Yamar Ba Simcha, Ilo Amar Ba Simcha. If he also added like in Yontef the word joy a joyful occasion or not. Why? Because from one hand, Rosh Chodesh is not a Hag. And uh, ha, uh, <laughs> the Simcha of a Hag maybe is not in Rosh Chodesh. But from the other hand, there's a Passover 
that that puts together. Look in the footnotes, the uh, Yamin Tovim with Rosh Chodesh. So maybe you also have to say Simcha or not or not. Also, Ichasim Bay Lo Ichasim. I don't know if regarding Rosh Chodesh, if you go back at the end say Baruchat Hashem, because if you don't say Simcha, it's only one thing, Zikaron. So you don't do a chasima because not too many things. But if you do, do say simcha, maybe you have to make a chasima, but at the end. And also, ididei iderabe. And I don't know if this Rav Gidel said on his own, he came up with this chidush, or this was in the name of Rav. So he doesn't know. So Allah Maise, the first two, which is Shabbos and Yontav, we do say Baruchat Hashem. And then we go back uh, with the Hasima, Burkhat Hashem again at the end. And in Yonta we do say Simcha. In Rosh Chodesh we don't, neither. We don't say Simcha, and we don't go back again at the end to say Burkhat Hashem. So this is a different Gidel. It's not the same Rav Gidel as before. It says, Gidel bar Maniumi. Abakoi Kamede Rav Nachman. He was walking in front of Rav Nachman. Tor Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman, Abakoi, no, Koi, I think, he, not walking, he was, he was just in front of Rav Nachman, when Rav Nachman made a mistake in benching the Adale Reish. So he forgot to say, I think, Yalebi Yavo in, in Yontif, right? So he went back to the very beginning of Yalebi Yavo. So, he went back to the beginning of benching. So, Omalei Maita Imabin Marahi, why do you repeat benching? Omalei, Dama Rabshila Barab, because Rabshila Barab said, Rabshila, Senem Rab, Tob, Hosula Rosh. If you forgot to say Yalavi Yavu in Yontev, you have to go all the way to the beginning. Yeah, looking Rashi to the very beginning of Virgos Amazon. Why? Says Rashi, we compare this to Shmonaisre. If in Shmonaisre a person forgets to add in Rosh Chodesh Yalevi Yavo, and then he finishes his Shmonaisre and he realizes he forgot, he has to repeat the Shmonaisre from, from the beginning. So once you start the Brach of Atovia Metiv, there's all in the Rabbanan, you finish the Oraise Chiyuv of Benching. And then you realize, oh, I forgot Shabbos or, or Yontev. You have to go the way to the very beginning of the benching. But then he told him, You see, after we just saw that Ravuna learned this from Rav Gidel. And after he learned from Rav Gidel, he taught it. So Ravuna taught in the Rav, to Omer Baruch Shirazan, Yamin Tovim, Lezikaron, and Lezimcha. So you didn't have to repeat it. You could just add that bracha. Wasn't it said, wasn't it taught regarding that? It wasn't taught that you can just add the bracha. Only when you hadn't started saying a tova meitiv. If you already start saying baruch of a tova meitiv, you blew it. It's like when you finish the Shmona Yisrael, you step back, you have to go the way to the beginning. Omar Rabbi Divarabin, Amar Rav Amram, Amar Rav Nachman, Amar Shmuel. Ta, you made a mistake. 
Again, we mentioned this. If you forgot to say Yale Yavo in Davening, Shmonesre, Marzini Moso, you have to repeat it. But the Birkos Amazon, Ein Marzini Noiso, but listen to this. You forgot saying Yale Yavo in Rosh Chodesh, and you started saying Baruchata and Tatova Metiv, you don't have to repeat benching. So after he said that, Rabbi Divarabin, he told to Rabbi Amram, Marshna Tfila, Marshna Birkos Amazon. Why? Why, when it comes to the Amida, you have to repeat the Amida? Why, when it comes to benching, you have to do repeat benching? Any ideas? Omarle Avle Didi Kashali, good Kasha. I had the same question. Veshalisele Rab Nachman, and I asked Rab Nachman, why? ומרשמואלי And therefore, <coughs> when it's Rosh Chodesh, we're obligated to daven properly, saying Yale Yavo. So if you forgot it, you have to repeat it. But Birkas Mezoina, Devoi Achil, Ivoi Loi Achil, but there's no chiyub of eating bread on Rosh Chodesh. If you want to eat bread, you can eat bread. So therefore, Eid Machzirin, so since it's optional to have bread in Rosh Chodesh, if you forgot to say Yale Yavo, you don't have to repeat it. From that, so then Ravidi Varavin asked him, if that is the reasoning, if you forget, and if you forget, that you cannot go without eating bread, because it's a chiv the raisa to have bread on Shabbos and on Yom Tov, then according to your reasoning, if you forget, And you didn't mention, you have to repeat it. Amale in, yes, bingo. Right. Yeah, Rabbi Shila said, if you made a mistake in Shabbos of Yom Tov, you have to go all the way to the beginning. But then Rabbi Dibarabin asked him, We just saw in the previous page, you can fix it by saying this bracha. So say he loved it, Marala. Wasn't it said regarding that? Lo shanu, that wasn't told that you can just fix it by saying a bracha. El ashelo pasach v'atova meitiv. As long as you haven't started saying baruch atashem v'atova meitiv. Aval pasach v'atova meitiv, choizel aroyish. But if you already said baruch atova meitiv, you have to go all the way to the beginning of the bracha. So we, we come out with the following alacha. Whenever it is compulsory to make a meal, if you forgot it, you have to repeat it. So I just think about something. What about Purim? Purim day. It's a mitzvah the Rabbanan to have a meal. And you forget to say Alanisim. We have to repeat it. It would seem, it would seem that yes. The thing Allah says you don't. We have to check. How does Allah meet him compared to Yale Yahweh? It's the same thing? 
Uh, we're having a, a Sudan Purim because of the miracle of the mitzvah. The, no, not mitzvah, because of the miracle of Purim. So let me check it. Let me check it out. So if you forget to say Allah Nisim in my in in in, in the so in dinner, Purim night when you're starting Purim, if you forget in the meal to say Allah Nisim, now you know what, you you wouldn't have to repeat it because even in Tfila, even in Tfila, if you forget to say Allah Nisim in Damida, you don't repeat Damida. So in Rosh Chodesh you do repeat Damida. In Purim, you don't repeat the Amida. So maybe because only the Rabbanan. Maybe because Rosh Chodesh is your Aisa, Shabbos and Yontif is your Aisa. So that's why you forget it. In the Amida, you repeat it. In Rosh Chodesh in Birkat Amad, you don't repeat it because it's not your Aisa to have a meal. And I think Purim, because it's not your Aisa to have a meal on Purim, maybe you don't repeat it. Yeah, you know why? Because benching is your Aisa. So the addition of Alanisim is only the Rabbanan. So maybe it doesn't. Alanisim on Hanukkah, on Shabbos, or Rosh Hashanah. Oh, so you don't. You don't repeat it. Probably the same principle, because it's only the Rabbanan. Yeah. No, Alanisim is the Alanisim is only the Rabbanan. And if you forget Yalev Yav on Rosh Hashanah, you don't repeat it. But for the same principle. But if you forget Red Say, <coughs> then you have to repeat it. Okay. At the end of the Mishnah, if you remember a long time ago, which page was the Mishnah? 46. No, it starts with the, with the Zimun. Gadul Hashemiti, Gadul Hashemiti, Hashem. Hey. Mem Hey. Gadul Hashemiti, Mem Hey. Okay, <coughs> so at the end of the Mishnah, there was uh, a machlekes, how much a person sh has to eat bread in order to be able to lead the benching. So Tanakama, and we always assume Tanakama is a Vimeir, even doesn't says, said Kazais, and the Vida says Kabeitza. Okay? So says the Gemara, Lemeimbra. So when it comes out, you want to tell me the Rabbi, the Rabbi Meir Kashivla Kazais, that according to Rabbi Meir, Kazais is whatever you need to eat, the Rabbi Uda Kabeitza, and Rabbi Uda is a Kabeitza, because that's what the end of the Mishnah says. But is the opposite in the Mishnah in Psachim. Look at a beautiful thing. Which page are we now in, in Broches? Memtes. So this Mishnah in Psachim is in Memtes also. Over this in Mahmud Aleph, which is a Mahmud Beit, but still Memtes, Memtes. Okay, that's none. Now, over here the Gemara don't, doesn't quote the Rosh of the Mishnah, the beginning of that Mishnah, but Rashi and Askol do it for us. So we're talking over there <coughs> two situations when a person forgets to do something important. The Rosh, which the Gemara doesn't quote, he's on his way to Jerusalem in the times of the Besamikdash to bring his Korban Pesach. He's walking with the little kid, not son, but little goat. He's walking with a little co goat, a goat. And then he says, Oi, Gewalt, I had this cake in the freezer and I didn't burn it. So says the Mishnah, 
if he has time to go back home, to do beer, to burn the cake, and to go back to Yerushalayim, and to be on time to offer the Korban Pesach, he should do it. If he doesn't have time, he can do Bitul. Because uh, Bitul is Maspik. Bitul means I declare that my, my, my home is honorless, it's like dust of the earth, I don't want it. So the Uraisa Bitul helps. The Rabbanan, they say, no, you know, don't be so much Bitul, burn it. So that's why if you have time to go back to the Rabbanan and, 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 and burn it, burn it. If you don't have time, just do Bitul and carry on. That is the ratio, it's not here. The Chen. The second case, the Gemara quotes over here. <coughs> a person was in Jerusalem. He was eating um, the, the meat of a korban. He, he brought a korban toida, a Thanksgiving korban, and he had some braai, some good steaks from that animal. And then he's already leaving Jerusalem, go back home. And then he realizes he's schlepping with him a steak of the shlamim. And shlamim can only be eaten, be eaten in Jerusalem. And once you take it out of Jerusalem, you cannot even go back and eat it back in Jerusalem. It becomes pigul, you have to burn it. So says the Mishnah, Im tzoifim, if you already went ahead of tzoifim, look in the Asian, look in the footnotes, burn in the footnotes. So either Tzofim is one place, I assume it's Ara Tzofim. Today we have a, 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 a hill called Ara Tzofim. That is where the Hebrew University is. They have two in Jerusalem. The Hebrew University of Jerusalem is in Ara Tzofim. So from there it's called Tzofim because you can from there have a beautiful view of the Arabites. Some other opinion over there says now Tzofim might be all radius, uh, all circu uh, circumference around Jerusalem, whenever you can still from there see Jerusalem. So says the Mishnah, as long as you can still see Arabais, Jerusalem. So, e no, if you already have, if you already passed it, it's too far away, they were matter to burn it where you are. They in love, but if not, if you are still closer, they can still were able to see their abayis. Choizer, you have to go back. The sulfur of Neabira. And you, 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 you burn it in front of the Besamikdash, Matseya Maracha. It's a different topic. Look in the footnotes where you have to use the woods of the Mizveach, of the altar. Okay. Now, at Kama, now, how much meat? or how much chomet you need to have either at home in the chomet or the meat in your hand be'em chozrim to, to chachamim obligated you to go back and either burn the chomet to burn the meat Rabbi Rabbi Meir Omer both chomets and meat be'kaveitza oh! Rabbi Meir says the size of an egg kaveitza Rabbi says, Kazais. So it's the opposite of our Mishnah. So I'm Rabbi Yochanan, Mukhlefes Ashita. Say, Rabbi Yochanan, you're right. Our Mishnah is a mistake, and you have to swap who said what. In our Mishnah here, 
So you have to say that the one, the, the enough amount to be able to lead the benching, according to Rabbi Meir, is a kabeitza, and according to Rabbi Yuda, is a kazais. In order to be equally of the two opinions over there in Psachim. Abaya Amar, Abaya said, no, don't do that. Leolam no tifuch. Don't you have to, to, to change the names? And it's different reasons. Aha bekroi pligi. Regarding benching, they're arguing on the understanding of the Pasuk of Echalta Vesavata. Rabbi Meir Saba, Rabbi Meir holds Vechalta Vesavata. Vechalta, the word Vechalta in the Pasuk, and you ate, Zu Achila. It's literal when you eat Vesavata, but when it says the Pasuk and you are satisfied, Zu Shesia. It's referring to drink. So according to Rabbi, who is this? Rabbi, Rabbi Yehuda. According to Rabbi Yehuda, which is the lenient opinion in our case, it says, do you skip a thing? Rabbi Meir. Yeah, Rabbi Meir learns Tanakam, you're right. Tanakam is Rabbi Meir in our Mishnah. So when it says Vechalt in the Pasuk, refers to it. Vesavata, and you're satisfied, referring to drink. Now look over there, it's mostly or mainly wine. So according to the Pasuk, when you eat bread and when you drink wine, then you bench. Be'achila, now usually in the entire Torah, when Torah speaks about eating, how much is achila? Kazais. So the Pasuk said, when you eat kazais, then you have to bench. That is Rabbi Meir. But Rabbi Yudha Sabar, no. Vechalta Vesavata, he puts together the two words. Achila Sheshba only when you eat enough that you are satisfied, then you bench. Uberachta. Vezu Vekaveitza is in a kaveitza, which is a larger amount and the size of an egg. Now, you should ask a question. And the Ashkol, at the very end of this Gemara, is going to bring that question. What is the question? It comes out from Avaye that the amounts, shooting, of Kazais to Rabbi Meir and Kaveitza to Rabbi Yuda is the Oraisa. It's from the Torah. That's how they learned the Psukim. And we learned in page 20 that it's only the Rabbanan. So one answer is to say, yes, a Machloik is a Moraim. But it's interesting because even yesterday I mentioned there was a whole question that with Rabbi Yanai, and, uh, and the other opinion, if you eat a kazais, you can bench, but how come if kazais is only the rabban and whatever? So it seems to him that he's shown him that if you only eat kazais and you are not satisfied, it's only the rabbanan. And if you only eat kazais according to Rabbi Yehuda and you are not satisfied, it's only the rabbanan. So, so it doesn't go like a baye. So, yeah, you can say, yeah, it doesn't go like a baye. Well, a second answer, you can say, even Abaye doesn't mean to say that in Mamish learning from the Pasuk. According to Abaye, they are only Soimech and the Pasuk to the Shur, but the end, at the end of the day, the Shur is only the Rabbanan. To, to be Mechuyav, to be obligated to bench from the Torah, only if you are really satisfied. But if you have an order, if you came on a Sunday for the Absherin, 
and you only had a little burger because it was gone. For that little burger and you're not satisfied, you would only say, benching the Rabbanon. Okay? So according to Abaye, this is our Mishnah here in, in Broches. Now says Abaye Osam, regarding the Mishnah on Psachim, Besvara Pligi. They also, they're arguing on a, on, no, also on a, on a rational. Ravimeir Savar Chazaraso Ketumasoy. Chachamim only um, were mechai of the person to go back to burn either the hamets of the, or the meat in the same amount of food that he can either acquire or transmit tuma. Ma tuma sobekaveitza in order to acquire, the, also look in the funos, we spoke about it in the topic of the nets of the rimon. That the, the shur of kaveitza, the size of an egg to acquire tuma, there's two opinions in the rishonim, if it's speaking only in, in to, rest, to, 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 to transmit it, everybody agrees that to transmit tuma, food has to have the size of an egg. If to receive it, for food to become tummy, is also only kebaitza, or has to be even less, can, can receive tuma. But over here, according to everybody, to transmit. So says Rabbi Meir, just like in order to transmit tuma, has to be the, the, the size of an egg, of So Rabbi Meir holds, Chachamim only imposed of a person to go back to burn the hammers of the meat in the same amount, only if it's a kabeitza, like the seven egg. Rabbi Yudha Savar, no. Chazaraso ki isuro. Rabbi Yudha says, no. The, the size that Chachami would tell a person to go back and burn the hammers and the meat is according to the size of an isur, the prohibition of eating. Not of transmitting tuma, but of eating. My suru bekazais, just like it's forbidden to eat the size of an olive, of chomet, or the size of an olive of meat, that would be forbidden to eat. So the same thing, chazarasur bekazais. The Rabbiuda says, they obligate a person to go back and to burn it to the size of a kazais. Okay, how do you enjoy this Gemora? Now we're starting a new Mishnah. Now this Mishnah is gonna deal with different amount of people eating together, if you make a different type of a zimun. Says uh, Mishnah, Ketza Mezamnim. What is the text of the zimun? So Beshlosha, if only three people ate, so the one leading the benching says, Nebarech. Nebarech, Nebarech, okay, Nebarech Shechan Mishelo. Okay? Beshlosha Ve'u, if there's three besides him, then, he doesn't need to include himself with the Nevarech because he can tell already to three people, Borhu, you should bless. We're going to see in the Gemara, we don't do like that. But in the Mishnah, they suggested to do that. When there's one extra from what you need, you can tell them, you, pl you bless Hashem. Now, the Asara, if they're already ten, Omer, Nevarech Elokeinu. So when you already have a minion, you can already call on the name of Hashem. To call on the name of Hashem, you need a minion. Now, the Asara Be'u, if there's already uh, 11, so that he can tell them, Borhu. 
he can tell to people, you should bless with the name of Hashem. And according to Tanakama, Echad Esre, no, Echad Asara, the Echad Asara Rivo. According to Tanakama, it's going to be Rabbi Kiva. It makes no difference whether it's 10 or it's 10, how you pronounce it, Myers? Myriads. 10, 10 thousands. Says Rabbi Kiva, it wouldn't be a difference. You always keep the same zimun, and that's what we do, Allah Lemaisi. But now the Gemara is going to go to, uh, is going to move to a different shita, which is Rabbi Yossi Aglili. According to Rabbi Yossi Aglili, Aglili, every time you, you have another 10, I mean times 10, which is be 100, 1,000, and 10,000, and says the Marsha, since the number 10 is important, so every time you're going to have times 10, so a new quality of Shekhinah is here, and therefore a new type of, uh, of Mezuman you make. So says Bemea with a hundred Omer, Nevarech Hashem Elokeinu. Ah, you add the name Hashem. With 10, from 10 to 99, you say Nevarech Elokeinu. With a hand, you say Hashem Elokeinu. You add the name Hashem. Yud Kevav and K. Bemea Beu Omer Barho. And the same rule. If it's a hundred and one, you tell the hundred, bless. The Elef, if you go up to a thousand, a new dimension of Shechina, so Omer, Nevarech Lashem Elokeinu, let's bless to Hashem or God, Elokei Israel, the God of Israel. So you add new dimensions of the name of Hashem. The Elef, a thousand plus him, Omer, Borhu, you should bless with this same Nusach. The Rivoy, 10,000, I say myriad. Omer, Nevarech, Lashem, Elokeinu, Elokei Israel, Elokei Tzvakois, the God of the legions, Yesheva Kerubim, that dwells um, above the Kerubim in the, in the Aaron. Al Amazon Shachanu, and you bless on the, on the food that we ate. And then Berivoveu, and then this 10,000 plus him, <laughs> it's interesting to count, with exactly 10,001, Omer Barhu. You say you should bless with the same thing. And then he ends up by saying, Kein and the general rule is like this. In the same text that the pers person making the Zimun, whatever he says, Kahonim, that is what the rest of the people would answer. After him, Baruch Hashem Elokeinu. He's again just ending the example when 10,000 10, people ate. Bless Hashem Elokeinu, Elokei Israel, the God of Israel, Elokei Tzvakos, the God of the legions, Yeshiva Kerubim, that dwells uh, above the Kerubim, Al Amazon Shachanu, on the food that we ate. Okay, this is Rabbi Yosef Glili. Rabbi Yosef Glili Omer, Lefi Rovakal, Emevarchim. According to the amount of people of the congregation, that's how you bless Shenemar, because there's a pasuk in Tehilim, Bemakelois Barhu Elokim, Hashem Mimikor Israel. 
Silver Makelois, the word Makelois with these congregations, communities, is in plural. So from here, Lens of Yosiaglili, that the Pasuk meant to teach that the per depending the size of the community is which type of text of Nusach you use in the Zimun. Barhu Elohim, bless Hashem. Now, what is Hashem in Mikot Israel? Hashem of the source of Israel, that the Gemara next page is going to explain. This is Rabbi Yosef Aglili. Omar Rabbi Akiva disagrees with Rabbi Yosef Aglili, and he says, says Rabbi Akiva, Mama Tzinu Knesses, what do we find in the Shul? Echad Merubim, Echad Mewatim. Do we make a difference on Shul? Last Shabbos, we had a ton of people coming for the Bar Mitzvah. Did we, start with the, did we start counting if there were a hundred to make a different uh, blessing in the, in the, in the Aliyah Satoira? Oh, is there a hundred? Then we say, Hashem Elokeinu, Yesheva Kerubim, whatever, we don't. So says Rabbi Akiva, just like in Shul, it doesn't matter if you have ten, a hundred, a thousand, ten thousand. Omer Baruch is Hashem, no matter how many people, the same thing in benching, you shouldn't make a difference. So Taisos and then the footnotes they bring it, why indeed, also the Masha explains, why indeed, according to Rabbi Aglili, you would make a difference in benching and you wouldn't make a difference in Shul. So according to Taisos, because in Shul, and I'm laughing because this happens with us all the time in the Shatera, people come in and out. So when it comes to davening, it's, it's like a dynamic flow of how many people are so it's impossible to see if they're already, we reach 100, there's still 100, imagine. All the time this goes to the bathroom, this goes out to, the, to, to Shmuz because he's already uh, bored. So in Shul, it's dynamic. It's, so you, you cannot say how many people there are. But in benching, you have a quiz. So in benching, you know more or less how many people are there. And therefore, according to the size of the community, would be the type of uh, praise you make in Zimun. Okay, and also says the Marsha, why also precisely in benching? Because the Pasuk is speaking about benching. We saw yesterday different opinions where in the Pasuk you learn Zimun. So it's coming from a Pasuk, so then Rabbi uh, links both Psukim to make a difference depending on the size of their people. Now, just because Rabbi Kiva said, and with this we end up today. Just because Rabbi Akiva said that in Shul you say, Barhuez, Barhuez Hashem Ameborach. So says Rabbi Ishmael to Rabbi Akiva regarding Shuls. Ah, no, I already said Rabbi Ishmael. According to Rabbi Akiva, you say, Barhuez Hashem. So Rabbi Ishmael told Rabbi Akiva, no. You say, Omer, Barhuez Hashem Ameborach. You need to add the word Ameborach, bless Hashem, the blessed one. Shkoyach.